And this morning, we're blessed to have with us Doug and Sandy Stuckel, who come to us actually from quite far away. They mm-hmm. come to us from four hours away, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Doug and Sandy, it's good to have you here. Yes, we're blessed to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good to Thank have you. you. Um, so, uh, let's start with um, your story. Um, first of all, both of you were raised Catholic, correct? No? No. No, okay. I was raised Catholic. Okay. Yeah, I'm a cradle Catholic. Um, my parents were, uh, my mom was a Baptist when she was growing up. Uh, my dad was a Catholic. When they got married, they both became Catholic. Um, they raised uh, seven of us kids Catholic. Okay. And uh, uh, that was the beginning of my journey. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Sandy? And I was raised Lutheran. Okay. So going to church typically every Sunday, mealtime prayers. Um, and my mom was raised Baptist. My dad was Lutheran. So that's why I I was baptized into the Lutheran faith then. And actually, we were married in the Catholic Church, but I still remained Lutheran in name until about five years into our marriage, and then I converted and became Catholic as well. Um, So tell us about living out that Catholic faith. You went through five years of not, you know, you weren't Catholic and you were Doug. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that time, how you lived your faith, and then what happened after, Sandy, after you converted. You know, um, we were, uh, you know, I had uh, I had grown up um, going to Mass on Sundays, going to CCD um, a few times a year, praying a rosary, growing up in the 70s. Um, didn't really see, we had Bibles in the house. We I did not ever see anybody really reading the, reading Scripture. Um, used our missalettes at Mass. Um so when we, that's what I knew when we got married was uh, to go to Mass on Sundays. When we started to have children to uh, take our kids to CCD, we didn't particularly have, uh, uh, I did not open the Word at that time um, of our marriage, the first quite a few years of our marriage, more or less uh, uh, professed my faith but didn't possess my faith yet at that time. Hmm. Uh, baptized the kids, uh, dropped them off at CCD, um, and uh, you know went through the motions, more or less, of being Catholic, but did not at that time, for quite a few of the first years of our marriage, I did not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay. Right. We thought we were doing what we were supposed to do, going to Mass on Sundays, and we kind of thought that was the extent of it. We were being a good Catholic going to Mass every Sunday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, and there was a point in your life, uh, in your journey, uh, where you felt drawn to leave the Catholic Church. Sandy, tell us about that, how it happened there. Okay. It was back in 2003. I was having one of those milestone birthdays, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to mention which one. <laughs> Her 15th, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 must have been, must have been. Anyway, I was at one of the, an event with some of our children, and they were at a practice. And anyway, a friend of mine came up to me. She was a fellow Catholic at that time and said, hey, I'm going to this Bible study with these ladies. Would you like to join us? And I was like, oh, wow, a Bible study. That sounds like fun. And I was like, okay, so what, what should I bring? She said, well, bring your Bible. So I go home. I'm tearing the house apart trying to find our Bible, our one Bible that we had <laughs> on our house. I don't think I even found it 
to be honest with you. Anyway, so I started going to this Bible study, and it was with a group of Protestant women. And they opened the Word, and they shared Jesus with me in a way that I had never experienced before. They talked about a Jesus that they had a personal relationship with, and I was like, hmm, I was a little confused. I was like, I'd never heard about having a personal relationship with Jesus before. And they just had such a warmness and invitation, and I just felt something I had never felt before, and I wanted to know more about this Jesus. And so we were having these weekly Bible um, study groups, us women, and this was throughout the summer, and we decided, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we invited our husbands and we could, you know, come together as couples and and learn about Jesus. So we decided, okay, we're going to start this couples Bible study. So I went home, and I asked Doug if he would like to come to this couples Bible study with me. And what did you say, honey? I was too busy. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Being grown up as a rancher, and uh, I didn't know anything about Bible study. I had not been raised around any Bible studies. Um, I just uh, pushed it to the side and uh, just told her I was way too busy to do that. Uh, the first one that she went to... Um, and I he didn't think I would go without him because we did everything pretty much together. I was pretty proud of myself that, uh, you know... In the life that I was leading, I did not go. I was, uh, I think you maybe went to two of them without me. Uh, at least the first one, I felt shame that my wife went to a couple's Bible study without me. <laughs> so I was shamed into going into the, into joining that study, which, thank the Lord. Yeah. Um, if you just joined us, you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're talking to Doug and Sandy Stuckel. From, um, they're from, is uh, it? Uh, Gregory. Gregory. I was going to say, I was gonna mm-hmm. say Burke, Gregory. Um, and uh, we're talking about their journey of faith. And we're talking about the uh, the initial attraction you felt to leave the Catholic Church. So go a little bit deeper into the struggle of, you know, trying to figure out, do I stay Catholic? Do I become Protestant? What was going on there? Doug, why don't you start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, you know, we, in going to that study, we both learned that... Uh, uh, about having a personal relationship with Jesus, and we both fed, fell head over heels in love with Jesus. Um, the Holy Spirit just started to convict us. The ball was rolling downhill fast, um, or uphill, let's say. Um, we were being convicted just uh, right and left to uh, to do uh, to, to do delve more deeply into our faith. Um, we were uh, we went to a uh, we were hanging out with these Protestants. The, our church, some of the church members saw that we were doing this, so they initiated and invited us to a uh, Catholic Bible study, one of like the first ones that we had ever had uh, at that point in time in our parish. Um, we went, I'll let Sandy take it from there. Yeah, so we went to this study that, yes, I think they were nervous that we were going to leave the church because this other couple had already left the Catholic Church, joined this other Protestant church, and I think they thought we were going to as well. So we went to the study, and I'm not sure what exactly happened, but it it pushed me away, and I was like, 
I, I don't want to have anything to do with this. And we went out, so we were in the chapel, we went out into the main area of the church, and the light up by Jesus was no longer lit, and I said, see, Jesus has left this building. Let's go over there. So, Scared me to death. Um, okay. My wife and I were walking out of the Catholic church that I'd grown up in, and she said, I'm never coming back here. Mm. So I had, it scared me to death. Um, I had to put my big boy pants on, <laughs> my daddy leadership pants, my husband pants, and uh, I sat down, and for the next few months, um, I, I, I just tore everything apart. Um, as far as I opened every every book, um, things the Holy Spirit was just leading me. God was just uh, one day I, I wanted to learn about the communion of the saints, so I opened uh, I bought Catholicism for dummies. So I opened that up. Uh, I go to the page. I I look in the index for communion of saints. So I sit down at the counter. Um, I go to communion of the saints. I, I th- I'll watch EWTN while I'm doing this. So I grabbed the remote. I'm sitting there at the counter. I hit the hit EWTN. There's a mission on. The first words out of the priest's mouth that was doing the mission, he said, and now we're going to learn about the communion of the saints. <laughs> that is exactly what wow. God, how God led me okay. day after day after day. Um, this is great. I, I hate to stop this, but we have to go into a break. And so you hang on because we're going to come back and listen to the rest of this story. Um, when we come back, we'll talk to Doug and Sandy Stuckel about their continuing journey of faith. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. Take care. Inspired. Sharing your journey. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Um, we are visiting with Doug and Sandy Stuckel, and we left. Uh, it was, this was like a great novel. You know, we, we left right at the point where, where um, Doug has had this great encounter with um, the Lord through his own desire and searching, and um, through a, a show on EWTN. Um, the communion of the saints obviously was very present in all of that. So, uh, so what happened after that? Oh, the Lord just kept leading me. Uh, I, it was unbelievable. Um, I devoured books, uh, read scripture. We were still going to this Protestant Bible study. Um, we had went to the uh, one night of the Catholic study. But um, I had committed myself to saying that we were not, I was going to figure out what the heck was going on. I was the leader of my family. I'm going to figure out, I told Sandy, I said, I'm going to figure out what's going on and we're going to go from there because it scared me that uh, the house of cards was falling apart. Um, so, you know, the, the Lord just started leading me and he started leading Sandy and, and we had this conversion experience, both of us at the same time, side by side. He was, he just led both of us and the Holy Spirit was convicting both of us. Um, decided, of course, to stay in the Catholic Church. We just kept opening, I opened more boxes, learned about the Pope, Mary, one box after another, um, Decided to stay in the church, stayed in the Protestant Bible study for a time, had some uh, uh, chances for uh, um, uh, evangelization with them. Uh, not evangelization, but no. to, had chances to, and, sure. you know, to, to share our, our Catholic faith with them. And then finally that kind of went by the wayside. Um, and we, you know, it, it got so, so crazy that... Uh, 
I remember one specific day we were driving home from something in town, Sandy and I in the front seat of the car, three little kids in the back, or medium age, like tweens or something. (laughs) Um, Three kids in the back, our daughter, two sons and a daughter, daughter sitting in the middle of the back seat. Um, I said something, uh, all of a sudden we were talking, and I rattled off a Bible verse that I had memorized, and my daughter in the back just said, Dad, is that really you? <laughs> That's how intense this this conversion experience was. These, I mean, and we were so blessed that God led us side by side in this conversion experience, both of us at the same time, Sandy and I. Yeah, yeah. so talk a little bit about all that from your vantage point, Sandy. You know, and it was like the scales fell off of our eyes in the Catholic Church then. You know, like Doug said, he was opening all these boxes. And and there was a time where I was leaving to go to work in the morning, and Doug was in the Word or researching something. I'd come home, and he was still like, I'm like, are you going to go to work, or are you just going to do this all day? (laughs) Anyway, praise the Lord that he did, and he just dug into it and, and found the truth, and the scales fell off of our eyes, and and there was, we were sitting in Mass one day, and and during the homily, Father, it was Father Ray Dyche, and he was talking about having this personal, personal relationship with Jesus. And I'm like, what? You know, we had never heard this before. And I went and asked somebody, somebody else in the, in the parish, I said, is Father changing his homilies all of a sudden? He's saying things I've never heard before. And she was like, no. And so it was it was literally like the scales fell off of our eyes. And we were hearing about this personal relationship we're supposed to have with Jesus right there in our church. But we hadn't heard that before. You know, it was just amazing. That's a wonderful, wonderful awareness that sometimes things are being said, but you don't hear them. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's a two-way street. It's, it's, the, it's the, the speaking and the listening. Mm-hmm. And it's very wonderful. So um, one of the things that you guys have done very recently, uh, relatively recently, in terms of your own faith journey, is to engineer this interesting, interesting experience around the summit, which is a, a, a yearly gathering in the Diocese of Rapid City, that came out of the stewardship initiative of our diocese. And the summit is an opportunity to bring people together to grow and deepen in their faith. So tell us about what happened in, with that experience and you guys and Gregory. Oh, we, we, you know, the, it was all Holy Spirit again. The Holy Spirit just uh, lit a flame uh, in our parish. Um, there was a, probably a core team of us that uh, got excited about it. Um, when we understood that the, uh, we had been to the summit quite a few times, Sandy and I had, and then when we had, uh, when the bishop said that, our shepherd said that he would like to have all of his sheep at the summit, not just the leadership of the parish, um, the Holy Spirit just lit a flame in our hearts that we built this core team, um, probably eight, six, eight, ten people that uh, were on fire for for Jesus, and uh, it was just an explosion of uh, of fun and joy, and and uh, um, Sandy can talk a little bit about how we did that. But. Right, Shauna Hansen came down and did the training, and yeah, like Doug said, we just had an amazing team that the Holy Spirit brought together, and we we put together like a Google Docs. We looked at our parish, put together a Google Doc, listed everybody that was in our parish, and and just prayed about who we were supposed to speak to and so we had this 
this Google Doc that people were going into, and I talked to them today, I talked to them today, and they said no, but, you know, then it got to be a game. Okay, who cares? Let's see how many no's we can get from people, too, you know? But it was, you know, just the whole aspect of the summit with it being so inviting to families. That was one thing I think that was really helpful from our parish. You know, we were like, you know, you want to encounter Jesus and just spend some time with him and let your kids go and have fun and learn about Jesus with their group. You and your your husband can just come and learn more about Christ and encounter him and be there with our bishop. Mm, yeah. Wonderful. And so you ended up bringing, you said, a busload. Yeah. Actually, two. Yeah, two buses. Two buses. So we're talking yeah. hundred people. We had a, yeah, we had ninety-seven, I think, from Gregory alone, in in our parish, and then we had uh, some from the Burke Parish and Bonesteel Fairfax Parish, and some from and, Winter as well. Yeah, some from Winter. Um, but yeah, the I remember the bus thing. All of a sudden, Sandy or I, I, I don't know who came up with the bus idea, but. Uh, it's like, we've got enough people, let's get a bus. We can build, if we could get people from Gregory to get on a bus early in the morning, build community all the way out of, you've got a captive audience, we, right. can, we can build so much community. So we sold that, we did some uh, uh, PowerPoint presentation at Mass, we played another, played the Bishop's video at Mass, uh, did some witness talks at Mass, pumping up the summit. And uh, pretty soon it was just like, whoa, we got one bus full. Can we get another one? Call over, we get another bus lined up. So we just kept calling people. The family aspect of it and the community building aspect, the healing mass, mm, it just wonderful. all fell into place. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's, and it's a testament to the fact that you don't have to be, um, you know, uh, some kind of brilliant person. You don't have to be some kind of holy roller you can be an ordinary person in the pew who has this love for jesus in your heart and you can make a difference in other people's lives so it this is a great story it's very inspirational we thank you very much for coming and being here with us and sharing the story and we hope to have you back again you know whenever um to continue the story continue the journey and see where the lord is leading you in your life so thanks very much for being with us it's been great doug and sandy we appreciate it thank god you, bless father. you, you thank bet. you father Safe travels, getting ready, and and you're moving here to get ready for the next summit, right? Yes. That's right. (laughs) right. We can't wait. (laughs) Great. All right. Wonderful.